BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. And happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Oh my God, feels so good. It's such a beautiful, stunning, and smart Friday, especially here in New York. Like, the weather is that perfect, gorgeous, perfect fall weather, and it's a Friday, and what more could you ask for? No, for and life? I just want everyone to acknowledge the space that they're in. Congratulations to you. You did this. You raised the bar. You made it to Friday. No one else did it for you. Absolutely not, and we're just honored, really humbled, and humbled to be here and to be ushering in you into this friday just call us usher we're just so positive you know we are radiating positivity even though like i'm doing my absolute best not to give into my hangover like good i'm just a girl at work who happens to have drank last night you know you can do both plenty of people do it every day millions of americans yeah like i'm just gonna be giving my all to this show and when i'm done with like with being the ball of charisma uniqueness nerve and talent that i am I'm going to crumble. Okay. But I'm giving it everything I have. That sounds like a great plan. Did you have fun last night? Tell us about the U.S. Open. It looks oh. like it was covered. You know, the U.S. Open is such an event, you know? It's glamorous. It is an event. That is true. Yes, it's true. <laughs> but, you know, every year I go, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so fun. I should go more. And then I remember it, like, only happens once a year for, like, two weeks. Yeah. But it was just really elegant and fun and the celeb packed, like, me and Brian were eating dinner. Oh my, they had such good food in the Emirates Lounge. Me and Brian like could not stop going back up to the buffet. And there were so many. It was Celeb Central. Wanda Sykes. I saw. Liza Koshy. Nice. Jesse Palmer, whom I literally could not put my finger on who this motherfucker was. Like, it was bothering me so much because I was sitting next to him. I was like, can you say my seat? And then he was like, can you say my seat? It's like, we had this cute interaction. And I'm like, you're Jesse's either- girl. Literally. <laughs> I was like, you're either from a Hallmark movie or I could not. He's actually from a little bit of everything. He's a former NFL player. Right. He was The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And now he hosts Daily Mail TV. So he does it all. No, it was. And then I, I literally like snuck a picture of him and sent it to you guys. And I was like, guys, who the fuck is this? 
Jackie nailed it. Jesse motherfucking Palmer. And it's just like, my night was better after that. Once I figured I once, it out. I once ran into Jesse Palmer on an evening out and my night was made better for it. I'm not <laughs> He's even, so charming. I'm not even lying. He was so cute. And I like said, I'm a big fan. He's charming as hell. Mm-hmm. He's with a girl, though. And I think that's his leading lady. And, She's and gorgeous. Same with the time that I was out and I saw him. He was with his leading lady. Ugh, I love someone who just, like, has a leading lady. Yeah. Um, so it was so fun. And then, like, we went down to the seats and, like, oh, my God. I was living for the match because I could see the sweat. Like, Brian's seats were amazing. And... Who was playing? Fernandez. I don't know who the other person was because she lost. But she's this unranked 18-year-old who's just, like, made it the whole way and that was the quarterfinals I think and she won like it's an amazing story a true historic moment cool and it was so fun but like you know it it took like an hour and a half to get there and then like just by the time I got there like I was really wasted like just because like we were drinking in the car and then like the car makes you drunk and it was just like it all got like it all got away from me so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was drinking rosé, so it was like a, I was like silly, you know? But did you have one of those U.S. Open drinks? Oh, my God. Okay. So suddenly everyone knows what the honeydew is or whatever it's called. Like Deuce. I yes! Think. Everywhere. I, last night, because I went out afterwards, people were like, did you have the honeydews? I'm like, why does everyone know what that is? Brian got one. He's like, you want one? I'm like, what is it? He said, it's vodka. I'm like, no, I'm okay. And everyone's like, you went to the U.S. Open and didn't have a honeydews? Okay, well, now I'm annoyed that I asked because I don't want to sound like, like no, everyone but else. Like, it's, it's a classic like, it's thing. Like I didn't know it. going to the Kentucky Derby and not having a mint julep, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing. Okay, next and time. everyone was drinking these, like, pinkish purple drinks, and now I know what they are. Hopefully you get invited again and you'll write this wrong. It was so fun. Like, really just a great way to spend a summer evening. I'm so happy for you, and it looks like you found something to wear because you were clothed. I did, and it wasn't even that hard, which was just, like, a delight. Like, put an extra pep in my step. Amazing. And Brian just got his new apartment in the city, so I went over to see it, and, like, honestly, I wanted to kill myself. You, you like, were feeling inspired. It's hard to see other people living your dream. He literally, he said it unprompted. He was like, think of, like, you know, the winter here. Like, we'll see the snow. And I'm like, what, what did you just say? Maybe you should move in with Brian. You guys could be roommates. It's my dream. His tub was amazing. <laughs> it's just gorgeous. And now I'm, like, obsessed with his building. So, like, if I... It's like kind of stalkerish in me, but like, what if I lived in the same building as Brian? So fun. So that would be really fun. So That's the dream I've been trying to get you to move into my building. I know, but your building doesn't have outdoor space. Actually, this one doesn't either. I, I think I might have to give up on that part of my dream. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You don't get the whole dream. No, I, I don't. And honestly, through this process, I'm learning. I don't even get like half the dream. Mm, you get the dream minus two to three. Points. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Did you watch Addison Rand watch Chapman's Live? No, I didn't because you know what I was watching last night? What? Only Murders in the Building. <gasps> Did you like it? I liked it so much. I had, there's four episodes. Did you watch? Oh, no, one more came so, out. Okay. I can't. Like, I guess I'm like them. one ahead of you. You were right about everything. Selena Gomez is just like such a star. She's not distracting. So convincing. Not distracting, but like every time I see her, I'm like, what's she wearing? What's she doing? Right. And she really is giving me like a little Alex Russo, I'm not going to lie, like of with course. that attitude, of you know? Of course. So it's nice. She's got that attitude. So it's so crazy. Like we always say this, but like no matter how many, how much people change, you know, they metamorphosize, like she's still Alex Russo at the end of the day. Totally. So I really enjoyed that. And then I, I didn't watch Watch What Happens Live because I completely forgot, but I did watch Addison Ray's uh, pizza okay. review. That's why I brought it up because I wanted to talk about what I watched this morning, which was her pizza review with Dave Portnoy. And I have to say, like, I have never in my life seen 
someone as smitten with anyone as Dave Portnoy was by Addison Rae. And I don't mean in like a romantic way. I just think he was like very taken aback by her grace and her beauty and her maturity because he was like smiling the whole time. He was like visibly smote. Yeah, but what's also so crazy is like he gets such big stars on pizza review like he had machine gun kelly and he's always like cool as a cucumber and we were saying this about addison but like she is like so a plus 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 list like she might be the biggest star that he's had Mm -hmm. but he has so many big stars you know no and i i I could get the vibe that like he was nervous and like she was just being effortlessly like cool and it just made me and honestly like i know i'm a hypocrite because like the age difference but i ship (laughs) so fucking hard and like of course when it's like a million scott we're like we cannot talk about this this is illegal but now with addison and dave porter like i think that would be the cutest motherfucking couple of all time sorry like i said it um i don't disagree you know she has a boyfriend yeah and he's not it but she seems really happy. It's not it for She's her. She's so giggly, smiley. She was just radiating. I don't even know like what the word is. She was like effervescent yeah. on the pizza review. And she didn't even like do anything special. She was just like Being star herself. quality. Star quality. And I really so like that, da- that Dave asked like how she's been handling the fame because that was like that was the lingering question from the D'Amelio show. It's like what happened to Addison? How's Addison doing? Yeah. And she shared that, you know, like it definitely has been hard, but it's gotten better in recent months. And I actually like I there was I felt like there was more to that story. And I, I, you know, we said on the show that we felt like Addison was having an easier go of it, but perhaps she's not. Well, I saw yesterday that Addison was on the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You sent that to me. And I actually feel like Amanda, who's obsessed with Addison, who hosts that podcast, will do like a really good, like I will be listening to that. I hope they recorded it. I want to watch it. Yeah. Because Addison's just gorgeous. Yeah. It looks like they were in the studio that we were just in for yeah. media, and they do have cameras in there. Oh, right. Yes. So hopefully we get a video. Not to like totally change like the vibe of the show right now, but I've been thinking a lot and like seeing so much content about tomorrow being the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Yes. And I just like, I cannot, I don't know why I'm like, like struggling with it, like 20 years. I'm struggling with it too. I'm glad that you brought it up because obviously we don't have a show tomorrow, but that's right. something that we would have spoken about. I'm sh- I don't have the words for all of the different feelings that I'm feeling that I feel like everyone's feeling. There's been a lot of like tributes yeah. and um, shows and articles like, you know, on Netflix, specials. Who, like specials. And I, I don't know that I have the stomach I know. to watch 9-11 stuff makes me so emotional. Like I'm literally going to cry right now. I. It's just a really heavy day, always the 20th anniversary. And then also just like. Right now, it's just heavy times. And then just, like, hearing people, like, we always, like, share, like, where we were. I think I was in the third grade. And, like, everyone was going home, and we didn't know what was up. And the teacher, I remember my teacher was like, there's been an accident. I'm like, okay, accident. Um, And just hearing other people's version of, of, like, how they experienced it is really weird. It's just, like, it's so... It's so crazy. And you're right. There have been, like, a lot of specials. I actually really want to watch Robin Roberts interviewed, like, the kids of 9-11, like, people who lost parents, like, when they were, like, in middle school. Um, but there was also a special that was, like, from the babies of 9-11, like, they were in utero and their dads passed away. Oh, my God. So, like, they never met their right. dads and now they're 20. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Also, I did see another special. It was, like, um, the... Uh, I think maybe it was nine people. Um, maybe I'm getting confused because last night they did like a, the first nine women in the U.S. Open. But like nine female firefighters. I saw that there. So like the women of 9 The women of 9-11. Yeah, I definitely want to watch that. Um, it's just heavy and I just feel like, I don't know, I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, no, I'm glad that you did because I was going to um, bring it up. But there's never really a good time, good time to in bring the up middle 9/11. of the show. Um, 
so yeah. I don't know. Um, but on a lighter note, I'm drinking out of my Love Island water bottle, and I think I got a text. See, I always feel like Shannon when they do that. Oh, that's funny. So you like the water bottle? In the words of Addison Ray, obsessed. Addison, love her. She's in the city. Like she did not come on the toast. I know, but we didn't even. We don't even try. Like yeah, I know. We we're, we're always like, oh, this person didn't come on the toast, right? Did we reach out? No, totally. Honestly, Did we make it any indication that that was something that we wanted? Can I tell you something just between us? And the viewers, yeah. Yeah. I like, sometimes hate having guests. Like, honestly, not the interviewing part, but like the before, the before like the social battery of it all. Like, I'm like, hi, how are you? Like, honestly, like I'm too, like, I'm like kind of like an introvert. I'm like not like other girls. You're the least introverted person I've ever met. No, but when it comes I, to no, those I, types it, of. The lead up anxiety for every interview that we have, even if it's on Zoom, mm-hmm. like it just. It like ruins my day. It ruins like my week until it happens and then it's great. Yeah. And that's always good. But like it definitely, you've been loving the term social battery. Because you know what? Somebody, who I heard you it get somewhere. It? I heard it somewhere. And it's so accurate. Like I do not have a lot of social battery. Yeah, I like the term, social battery, pretty good. Yeah, like your bat, like my battery is like constantly at a low. Yeah, my battery's really low these days. Like- I gotta head to my recharging station, Ben's Neck. Do you get my reference? I do. Oh, so I start. I, I-, I told you that the other book that I thought was the sequel, so it's its own series. I just found out. And people were DMing me that that it's amazing and like each series is better than the next. So I'm keeping with it. Good, because if I hadn't told you it happens one summer is an amazing book, you would have read the beginning and been like, this is moronic, cheesy, like Hallmark vibes. And that's how I'm feeling about this book. But the more I read yesterday, I was like, oh my God, like so obsessed with Travis and and Georgie, like need them to be together forever. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. We love some positive reading news. I'll let you know when I've kind of... Finish the series. That'll be my next update. Great. That's a great journey for you. Thank you. What are you reading? I'm still reading The Social Graces. Uh, The Social Battery? I'm like 65% of the way through. I really like it, honestly. It's good. I... But like, then I don't know what I'm going to read next. I need just a series or something, or I need a new rabbit hole. I need need a new rabbit hole. Read Twilight, bitch. I don't know. Oh my God. I sent Jackie the funniest TikTok yesterday about this guy who lost his fantasy football league and his punishment like from his friends was he had to read Twilight and then do a book report like video testimonial and he fell in love with Twilight. He actually said he cried at the end of the book and he gave the funniest book report like for his like friends. It was the best thing I'd ever seen and made me wish I had a dad. Oh, that's really sad and you know, sweet. TikTok's always making me do that. Like, yeah. wishing I had a dad. Well, I just want to let prank. you know, you send me TikToks like I ask you to do. Like the funny ones, yeah. the good ones. And you're just not sending me premium TikToks. And then I sent you a TikTok that... You are such a fucking pain in the ass. I sent you a TikTok that was funny and you're like, saw that. So why didn't you send it to me? Because you know I would have thought it was funny. It was about a silent disco. Okay, honestly, because the effort that it takes to have to send it in a text is so fucking annoying. Like with Margot, because we send them via TikTok message, you literally hold down the screen, press Margot. Like it couldn't be fucking easier. Then I have to leave the uh, app, copy, link, like... Torture. Oh my God, please. Torture. Please. Because you're a fucking grandma who won't get with the program. No, I'm, I feel so... Every time you send me a TikTok and it's not funny, I feel really good about my decision to not have TikTok. Because like it feels as though your guys' like bar for things that are funny is getting lower and lower. Did you like my... um, The Twilight one, though? I didn't watch it. <laughs> you are such a bitch. You sent it at a bad time. You sent it at a bad time. What I'm, time? It was 5 o'clock. What's yeah, wrong with 5 o'clock? Yeah, that's the worst time of day for me because that's when I'm taking my nap. 
So, and then when I come out of my nap, I'm worse off and I need like an hour. Honestly, if I can be honest with you, these days, it doesn't ever really seem like a good time for you. You're either getting ready for your nap, you're either napping or you're just waking from, from your nap. Like, I know you have a child, but I'm still important too, Jackie. I give you an hour and a half of my That's day. That's work. That doesn't count. Unbridled. And I call you like 10 times a day. And every time I call you, I say, hello, beautiful. She How does. How are you doing? She does. I and say, I'm like, what do you want? She's looking so beautiful today. She does. I swear, you guys, she's not lying. She <laughs> does do that. It's actually shocking. She's like, hello, beautiful. You could be looking so gorgeous or literally like a rat in your butt. And she's like, oh my God, you look stunning. A rat. I'm like, thanks, Jax. You have such good taste. A rat in your butt. Oh, shut up. Why could you just let it no. go? Like, no, I wasn't trying to call you out. I was like, that was funny. No, I was like more so trying to say like you were looking like a rat who like permanently resides inside your own butthole. Like that's, <laughs> I just didn't have time to come up with like the good joke. No, I was saying that it's funny. Like you're just taking everything that I'm saying as adversarial and that's on you. By the way, we agree. Like that is 100% on me. Like I'm just, I don't know, like maybe struggling with some self-esteem issues that I'm like currently working through. Or, or less seriously it's just you know the effects of alcohol i know i say this all the time but the effects of alcohol like i had so much fun last night like i was just out and about like living my best life hobnobbing with celebs like you know shit i live for mm-hmm. and then this and is i wouldn't price. trade it i wouldn't i mean i got into a fight at a gay bar with margo oh i met snatcher last night this she was looking gorgeous she was looking gorgeous I hate to be that person, but like uh, it was my dress that she was borrowing. Be that person. But no, no, no. But I feel like so I feel so good about it because I gave her all of my like little tiny dresses that I will never fucking wear again. By the way, you know who you look like today? Who? Chessie. That's, That's so such mean. a ch- That's so fucking mean. I'm not doing the show anymore. I quit. That's so mean. I thought what? You were, it's so I thought you were gonna be like Julia Roberts. Like <laughs> like for those listening to the podcast, Here's Jackie's the wearing like an over... Is that Zach's shirt? No, it's from... Okay, it's just like a journey. And I love... By the way, I think you look amazing. I did not mean that as an insult. It's from Sturettes, and you know that like they have these big fucking shoulders that are too big for my shoulders. But here's the thing. Either <laughs> you need to leave or I'm leaving. Because this, this because, couch is too big, because too small the offense, for the both of us. the offense was too grave. I'm sorry, but by the way, I feel like it was so offensive to you because it's hella accurate like you're just digging 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 sorry no you don't want me on i don't the show. think it takes away from the fact that you look absolutely gorgeous today and i really do love when you walked in today didn't i say hello fabulous i said you look fabulous okay, okay. i really don't want this to take anything away from your outfit <laughs> i just think you do look like jesse say it again i dare you <laughs> say it again and you'll finally know how it feels to do the show on your own you look like jesse <laughs> no, we have our first walk off. I feel like we say that every time someone walks off. Yeah. No, you know what? I'm a mature adult and I can compartmentalize this offense mm-hmm. and I can forgive. That's okay. If you want to tell me what I look like, because I know I look like a rat who permanently resides inside my own butthole. <laughs> I can forgive, but I will not forget. Okay. Even though you didn't even say sorry, but it's fine. By the way, I don't really feel like, okay, I'm sorry that the words hurt you. I really am. But I just, I think it's important to know the intention behind them was so pure. Okay. Does that help? I'm sorry. You know what? Yes. And I'm going to bookmark this incident because there's times that I've said something to you. You take such offense to it. And I'm like, but that's not how I meant it. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, Chessie. 
Wow, okay. I really dug myself in a deep. Yeah. Jackie doesn't forget shit, you guys. Like, I'm fucked. Like, I'll I'm never like, win an argument I'm like, ever it's again. It's possible that I meant, like, nothing nefarious. So you just, like, took it as a personal offense, just like the time you called me Jesse. You love the word nefarious. Like, I do. What does it mean? It just means evil? Malintended. Yeah. Malintended. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I feel like I'm ready to dive in. Uh, yeah, I feel like we should dive in. That we were talking about something before we got so sidetracked. By Chessie? Oh, we were talking about alcohol. Oh, yeah. So, like, today, I'm like, because honestly, I was reading. like, Oh, this is what I was going to say. Because, and it's the only reason why I brought it back up. Have you ever seen the episode of Watch What Happens Live with John Mayer where he talks yes. about, like, why he stopped drinking? Yes. And he's like, the loan shark. It's just too high a price. Yeah. But also, like, I feel like John Mayer has, like, no real friends or family. And, like that can be a lonely place waking up hungover. But like I wake up in my home with my dog and my husband and I come to work with my amazing, gorgeous sister who looks nothing like Chessie. And, and I never said she looked like Chessie. I just said her outfit was heavily inspired by her. Um, I just feel like, yeah, it's different. Okay, but what he was saying was like, you have like a few good hours on alcohol and then you have, you know, 24 to 48 really bad ones. And that's just like an unfair price. He doesn't want to pay it anymore. No, when he said that, but I love that episode, by the way. I'm so mm-hmm. glad you brought that up. Who was he with? Dan Rather? Is that I think he was solo. Mm, gorgeous. Um, I loved that episode. And the logic is 100% right. But I'm feeling right and so, now. And that's why he said like he switched to marijuana or whatever. Right. So even though I'm not feeling my best right now, like I wouldn't trade it. I had such a good time. I was out and about. I left my house at 5 o'clock and I got home at 3 a.m. So it wasn't a few hours of fun. It was 10. Okay. So I stand by my decision. I really do. Okay. Good. Because it's the one you got. I knew you were going to fucking say that. <laughs> okay. Without further ado, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode episode is brought to you by Honey. We all shop online and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past because Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. They support over 30,000 stores online and they range from sites that sell tech, gaming products, fashion, food delivery. I've personally used it a ton on makeup and clothes and it's really just like a, it's a free money saver there's literally no reason not to have it how it works is that you're shopping online when you get to the checkout the honey button will drop down and all you have to do is click apply coupons and if you wait a few seconds they will search and find a coupon codes for the site and you will just watch the price that you have to pay go down they have found over 17 million members of honey save save them two billion dollars in savings so wow. it's pretty legit i just ordered a bunch of maternity clothes and as i was oh, checking good. out like honey popped up and I was like, yeah, let's see what honey can do for me. And sometimes, yeah. you know, I do doubt the powers of honey. I saved but, like a, but you regretted it, didn't you? I saved, I, I, I'm eating my words. I saved $100. I'm not, I'm not surprised. If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's a completely free and it installs in just a few seconds. You just have to go to joinhoney.com slash toast. That's joinhoney.com slash toast. And you will get the free browser extension for free join honey.com slash toast there's really no reason you don't have honey already get with the program honey mm-hmm. first story you guys ruthie close your ears jonah hill confirms a new romance with sarah brady in a must see photo it's disgusting it's yeah before summer officially comes to an end the actor decided to make summer worse by sharing his romance <laughs> with sarah brady and making it Instagram official. On Thursday, he took to social media and shared a couple's photo from inside an undisclosed restaurant. He captioned the picture saying, grateful for you at Sarah Brady, not at Ruthie. Okay. So 
So I feel like it's been a while since we gave like a whole down low on who Ruthie is. And I don't even know if Ruthie's a toaster. And every time we talk She's about her. She's definitely not. She like. She doesn't fuck with us at all. I think she entered Whitney's protection after. Witness. Protect. Witness protection. I'm like, who's Whitney? <laughs> I just didn't know what, what it came out sounding like. I think she entered witness protection after everything that happened. Now, uh, we will give the briefing on Ruthie because it's germane to this story. And every time Jonah Hill has a new lady love, we must share, you know, the injustice that happened to Ruthie. But I feel like we did talk about it recently because he was with Gianna and they bought a house. Right. And we were like, should have been Ruthie on that roof. Ruthie. <laughs> okay, so here's the backstory. So back in the day, we used to run this really hella toxic Facebook group. And here's the <laughs> perfect example of why this it was so fucking toxic. Perfect example. So this girl, Ruthie, was like, wrote and she's like oh man you guys I'm freaking out like I am DMing with Jonah Hill like how do I be cool she was just like asking for advice I guess like she saw him on the street or something and then like she DM'd him being like hi I just saw you and like he, he remembered because he was like oh he was very taken by Ruthie's beauty how could he not be this is like an like an old wives tale now like because yeah. honestly we never heard from Ruthie again and like, I feel like it was literally she was never even here like it's an guys, urban legend Ruthie is living like in Australia with her twin sister and Alex McCord so she writes in the group. She's like, oh, my God, can you girls help me? Like, I want to be cool. And, like, I really want to go out with him. Like, she like what just, should I say? I'm talking to Jonah Hill. And, like, he was, they were vibing. And it was all in real time. And she was really just came to the group, like, looking for solace. And, and a lot of the ladies in the group were, like, giving good, you know, okay, Great say advice. This. Like, we were all DMing. We all DMed we Jonah Hill. We all DMed Jonah Hill. And, honestly, like, she came to the group looking for, you know, sisterhood. Yeah. And what she got... She was got, a knife in the back. She No, she got some sisterhood and a knife. And then some actual, I don't even, bridge troll thought, they saw the post, this toaster, definitely not a toaster anymore, saw the, the DMs and all, the whole thing happening in the Facebook group, and she took it upon herself to go message Jonah Hill and be like, this girl you're talking to is blowing up your spot like in a Facebook group, sending screenshots from the Facebook group. And honestly, we should have known back then that the Facebook group was not going in a good direction. And we should have just saved ourselves all the heartache and just closed it down then. Ruthie was a cautionary tale. But then, obviously, like Jonah never spoke to Ruthie again. She was so devastated. And she really did not... She was doing nothing nefarious. Nothing nefarious. She was really... She wasn't bragging. She was yeah, coming to the group for help. Technically, what the bridge troll said was true. Like, yeah. she was screenshotting her DMs and putting them in a Facebook group, but in a non-nefarious way. And, like, Ruthie... Non-nefarious way at all. Ruthie loved Jonah for who he was. No, literally. And all she wanted was it for it to work out, and she wanted her best possible shot. So, I don't... know what the lesson here is. I think it's don't spend too much time in Facebook groups. And that was, like, a... a a lesson we needed to learn the hard way. Yeah. So, so he's moved on again. Ruthie lost her shot. And now he's, you know, in relationship after relationship, trying to find that connection that he had with Ruthie. And, and that's why it's not working out because Gianna was not Ruthie. Sarah is not Ruthie, but let's watch him try. Yeah. And I don't even, I love Jonah Hill, by the way. Like, I feel like he's like one of my celebrity crushes, like yeah. not in a physical way. Well, his... I just love his work and, like, his vibe. Yeah, I agree. He's like, a cutie. Yeah, like, how he's, like, so, like, jokey, but also, like, was like in a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just feel like he actually would be a great boyfriend. I'm sure. And Ruthie will never know what that's never. like. And she'll never know. And she'll ever. never be on the roofie. With Ruthie. 
it's disgusting. It's really, it makes me upset to even think about. It does. So anyways, now whenever there's Jonah Hill news, like we're all just like, okay, justice, this is nice, but justice for Ruthie. And so if you go to the E! News Instagram post. I saw, post, I was literally liking every single comment. All of the comments on this picture where they talk about this news are justice for Ruthie. And you know, I'm just going to put out one more. I've tried this before and we never heard from Ruthie, but I just want to try one more time. Like, Ruthie, can I, I want to know what your life is like. Like, I miss you. Like, do you, what, like, what do you do for a living? Where do you live? Did you ever meet Jonah? Like, I just want a follow-up, like, on this Dear Toaster. It's like, I just want to know, like, are you still a toaster? If anybody knows the Ruthie from Justice for Ruthie, by the way, I love the name Ruthie. Like, I'm obsessed. Um, please, like, reach out. I just want to know if she's doing well. Yeah, and I just want, like, a, I just want to cl- close this chapter. I do. But I feel like I haven't open. really been able to move on in my life since this story was just, like, ripped out from underneath me. No. That was the worst day. Like, it was atrocious. It was atrocious. Oh, my God. And, he, and Jonah just keeps reminding us of it every time he enters into a new relationship. No, every and time no, he shows his face. Of course we wish him the best. Of course, but and, we and just know it's not going to work out. Because it's not Ruthie. We're not psychic. We just know. Anyways, we'll keep you posted on if Jonah and Ruthie ever meet. And we'll keep you posted on if we ever hear from Ruthie again. But if somebody knows Ruthie, but like... then Ruthie's not going to reach out. She's been burned once. <gasps> That's so true, Ruthie. I will not tell anyone. Ruthie, your secret is safe with us. Secret safe with us. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Kim Kardashian says her son Saint broke his arm in a few places. Oh my god! And she says he is not okay. You know, it's so funny. I was actually recently thinking about how weird it was that, like, as kids, none of us ever broke a bone. Yeah, it's like very rare, right? That is kids do it all the time. All the time, kids. Saint. That's what kids do. That's what kids do. That's what kids. They'll they keep, keep you guessing the whole day through. Play your emotions, push all your buttons, it's true. Do, do. That's what girls do. Oh, sorry, I forgot we were doing a parody. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'm feeling really stifled by this triangle these days. It's not doing... You want to graduate to a new instrument? It's not doing anything for me. I'm thinking like a tambourine. Okay. Or a set of bongos. Okay, I think, you know, we do one level at a time. Yeah, I'm just like so over this. We definitely mastered the triangle. And maybe because like... We never assembled it properly, like the piece that's supposed to, you're supposed to hold it at yeah. the top. Because we don't have that. I just feel like this is moronic. Like, No, it's not. It's added so much value to our show. What other podcasts can say they have triangles? None. And also, it reminds me of Only Murders in the Building because he has his harmonica. Yes. And that was like, I mean, the director was way too hard on Steve Martin. I agree. Like, he, his voice is fine and the music added a lot. Wait, also? Who's your favorite character in Only Murders? I think um, mine's Martin Short. Mine's not Martin Short. He's like a little too chaotic oh, and he's like funny. frazzled and like. By the way, aren't those apartments gorgeous? Well, not Selena Gomez's, but gorgeous. gorgeous. Yes, truly. And it's I like the building. I like the courtyard. Me too. Um, my favorite character is probably Selena right now. Wow. Got to keep an eye out for Selena. And you know what happens when you don't? Murders in the building. Mm-hmm. Only murders. But I gotta keep an eye out for Selena. Kim revealed that her little boy suffered the unfortunate injury in a slew of posts shared on her Instagram story on Thursday. She first uploaded a picture of Saint sitting in a wheelchair while icing his arm. Later, the distressed mom shared a photo of her son cradling his arm after his cast had been set. Who do you think cried more today? My baby broke his arm in a few places today. I'm not okay. So sad. So sad. Poor Saint. Poor Sainty. Sainty. Her kids are really making a lot of news these days. You see like North went viral for like making fun of her influencer voice. No. Oh, because, like, 
Kim was recording like her videos and you know when she like shoots product and Hi stuff. guys. Yeah and so North was like why are you talking like in the background? <laughs> That's and then she's so like funny. you're talking like Hi. North is and, a savage. And then I guess Penelope was there too and Kim was like do I talk different? And they were like yeah. Oh my god calling her out. Calling her out. But I mean everybody has their influencer voice. Okay guys so. Yeah I saw you did an ad yesterday you were putting on major influencer voice. I feel like I was very true to myself. So authentic. I don't feel like there was an influencer voice in the room. Okay, I feel like my influencer voice is. No, your inf- your, your influencer voice. I know it. It's like a more high pitch. Yeah, like, hold on. And you sometimes throw a scream in there. What? Like, ah! I've literally <laughs> never done that <laughs> ever. I think that you have. No. <laughs> I don't even know like how to conjure up that sound. Like, <laughs> you know when influencers do that, they're like, ah, I can't believe I got this. Oh, you know they'd be like. Oh, you guys. No, I always say you guys, but I think my voice is like, let me just hold on. Hi, guys. No. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Hey, guys. Welcome back to my channel. I'm so excited that you're here. I hope you all have an amazing day and you're all fat and ugly. (laughs) 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 I just felt like being savage. That is it. Yeah. Hi, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. Honestly, like witnessing other people like put on their influencer persona like in real life is so cringy. Like, yeah, you could die. Yeah, I agree. So that's how North feels all the time, I guess. Every single day of her life. That's really, really funny. The life of North. Are you ready for our next story? Only if it's a story that's brought to you by Bruges. Oh, it is. The best electric toothbrush on the market. You guys, we've been telling you and you've been listening, but I feel like a lot of you still don't have your Bruges and you got to get it because electric toothbrushes can cost over $200, which is moronic, but they work really well. Bruges is literally the best electric toothbrush on the market and it's super affordable. You got to go electric and you got to go Bruges. The Bruges comes with six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. It has a four-week battery life, a magnetic charging stand, and a compact travel case. They also offer a subscription program. So you never forget to change your brush head again. Bruges will ship you a new replacement head for your brush every six months so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head. Bruce's electric toothbrush has a modern, aesthetically pleasing design, and it comes in trend-driven seasonal colors and looks great on your bathroom counter. You know what I'm, like, really excited about? I know everyone's, like, excited, you know, fashion week, spring, summer, whatever. I cannot wait for the fall drop from Bruce. I'm serious. I think, I'm thinking we're going to get, like, Auburn, like, maybe a a chestnut. I don't know. Like, I'm just saying it's going to be quite No, the trend-driven seasonal colors, like, they are driving the trends. And they're, you know they are? They're trend-driven. <laughs> you can get 15% off your Bruce toothbrush kit and the refill plan when you use the promo code TOAST at Bruce.com. That's 15% off using promo code TOAST at B-R-U-U-S-H.com. Thank you for that, Claudia. Now I feel ready. It's a pleasure. I feel ready for the next story. Good. Hold on. Just a little burp. Oh, some acid reflux? Yeah. getting heartburn yet? Yeah, I do get heartburn, especially at night. Like, you know what I read? It's really annoying. What? I read that Tums actually give you more heartburn. Explain. They have, like, calcium or something in them that contributes to heartburn, but it does also temporarily... Relieve. And it's, honestly, a Tum can save your motherfucking life. Like, I think Tums are the most magical creation I want to, you know... Pray at the altar of Tums. Like, I think they're amazing. But when I learned that, it really devastated me. Damn. I mean, I haven't taken Tums yet. I believe that I can take Tums, but I also think that, you know, heartburn gets worse later on in the pregnancy. So, like, I kind of don't want to spoil it yet. You yes, know, like, but I, by the way, I, I've heard from, like, millions of pregnant women that, like, Tums saves you. Yeah, I just, like, I, I just am always waiting for things to get worse before. Yeah. Like, I just, that's really probably what I miss most 
in pregnancies, just like medication. Right, like something hurts, let me take something. Feeling Honestly. Sh- feeling stressed, Xanax. I don't think I'll be able to do that. No, it's it's probably like I miss more than alcohol. Yeah, of Just course. like a pill for every problem. I literally, I don't think a day goes by where I don't take Advil or something for like my Advil, head. Advil, I mean obviously my magical migraine pills, just like. You, I just feel like you could take it. Like, I feel like, you know, if one of these days I'm blessed with a child, I'm just really not going to be able to, like, do all these rules. Like, I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Well, everyone has to do what's best for them. So I wouldn't say you have to do exactly what I'm doing, but... Okay, what? So I take Advil and the baby's headache goes away? Like, you're welcome, baby. Like, what could be bad about Advil? I just... Oh, but you can take Tylenol, right? Waste of time. I know, but at least it's something. No, no, no. It's nothing. No, if you're in a dire situation... Like, I have had a Tylenol save my life on... Never. Maybe one occasion. Then you were fine to begin with. Stop. (laughs) Okay, next story. Rebel Wilson reunites with her Pitch Perfect co-stars for her 41st birthday. She said, Bella's be ballin'. That's funny. Rebels have turned 40. Rebels. (laughs) Rebel may have turned 41 in March, but she still managed to celebrate the occasion with a special group of friends for her half birthday. The actress reunited with a number of her Pitch Perfect co-stars, including Anna Kendrick and Brittany Snow, on a tropical getaway in Tahiti in honor of her latest trip around the sun. so fucking fun. It really does. She said, Bella's be ballin', could not have loved these ladies more. 10 years since we met and instantly harmonized. She wrote alongside a photo of the group in 80s themed swimwear. I love Anna Camp. Like, I'm obsessed. Um, and I just don't know why her and Skylar Aston didn't work out. And like, I just read the other day that, like, he broke up with his, his other relationships just ended. I feel like it's him. It's definitely him. You know? Um, this is really cute that they're all friends still. Yeah, and you know, there, like, there have been many things said about Anna Kendrick. Like, she's a nasty bitch. Really? But I don't know. I feel like if you're a nasty bitch, like, you don't become friends no. with your co-stars. Especially less famous ones, like Anna Camp. Like, Yeah, Anna Kendrick is the one that was I just said. Who was, yeah, and Anna Camp, no? Yeah. She's there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, like, you don't, like, rendezvous with your co-stars from 10 years ago if you're, like, a mean person. No, and, like, your, fr- your co-stars don't invite you to rendezvous with them if right. you're a mean person. So, I don't recall hearing that about her. Oh, but- I have. And it's all over Dumois. She's, like... Known in the industry as, like, the worst person ever. What? Yeah. That's so the antithesis of, like, the vibe that she puts out. I just think it's important. Which makes it true. Right. It's important lest we not forget. She really got her career started um, in Twilight. Um, And also that movie Camp. Is she in that movie? I believe so. No. I believe she is. Camp movie. That movie is so underrated. It's about like a theater camp. Yep. Anna Kendrick. All these Fritzie kids Wagner. are dealing with their own issues. Mm-hmm. Who, oh, who is she? Fritzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that movie's so good. And that singing at the end. What's the song? You know what I'm talking about. Olivia would know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think I do know what you're talking about. Is it... um? What song does she sing at the end in like that talent show? Where her jaw was wired shut. That was fucking crazy. That was crazy. You should just watch it and give us a recap. Yeah, that's a really... uh, You know, sometimes... I haven't seen it in a while, so sometimes movies don't age. Like, when I recommend people movies that I haven't seen in, like, 20 years... No, don't recommend them to others. Like, watch... Does camp age well? I don't... Probably not. But if you've seen it when you were young, it will still mean something to you when you're old. That's true. If you only watch it for the first time, like us with First Wives Club, it means nothing. So true. The worst movie ever. Yeah, but, like... Or, like, Heartbreakers is one of those movies where, for me, it's the best movie ever. No... Jackie, I'm telling you, even if you don't have a connection to it, Heartbreakers is an unbelievable movie. Really? Because when we recommended for Toast Movie of the Week, like, the reviews were mixed. I can't just say, like, how grateful I am to not be doing Toast Movie of the Week. No, wait, I was wait, putting wait, wait, so wait. much of my... We were doing Toast Movie of the Day. Literally. Like, and I put so much of my heart, like, into the selections and 
And just for people to like hate movies that I felt so connected to, like was really fucking upsetting. I'm sure that's how people felt when we hated First Wives Club. Like, I think it was actually a really toxic time and I don't want to do it ever again. I agree. And we were just trying to help because yeah. we thought it was two weeks to flatten the curves. Yeah. So we were going to watch a movie every day for two weeks and it would be over. But I did see some, I did see some movies I never would have seen. I was actually just thinking, I forget what it was of that scene in the, um, was it the butler? When, I don't remember what I was thinking, but... Uh, there were a couple movies I was no. glad I saw, but for the most part, I really did not enjoy people hating my movies. Agreed. And we have watched some great movies. Shutter Island. Oh my God. Dude, that started it all. Toast movie. Um, but no, that dark period of like the... Two weeks to flatten the curve. Two weeks to flatten the curve where we were just picking movies every day, like Sleepover and like well, fun. That was a If we one. didn't do Sleepover, we never would have gotten Julie. Julie. Julie, Julie Corky. Corky. Yeah, but... The invention of lying. I don't want to trigger. I don't want to go uh, down Actually, I'm being heavily triggered. I don't want to hurt you. This is meant to be a safe space. I just want to say, I stand by the choice for the invention of lying. <laughs> like, okay, was it a great film? No. Have every time I've seen it, like, I never actually finish it? Yes, I don't even know how it ends. But I stand by that, like, this utopic, utopian mm-hmm. world was like, it was a good idea for a movie. Like, I stand by all of it. I agree. I agree. But then, like, people coming for our, from, for our necks just because of that movie. Like, we didn't make the movie. <laughs> we just made you watch it. Like, it was just toxic. But also, little children. Please, now you're, you're triggering me. That movie is unbelievable, and I stand by that. No. Patrick Wilson's in it, and he's hot. You're hurting me. Okay. You're taking me to a place I don't want to go to. All right. Next story. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City's season two taglines are here. Oh. Yes, they came out a few days ago, and I keep meaning to make it a story, and I've forgotten until today. Oh, I'm so glad. This is a good one. Okay. Jen Shaw, first up. The only thing I'm guilty of is being shaw amazing. And defrauding millions of Americans. Millions of vulnerable, elderly, gullible Americans. Stop. I cannot believe... I'm sorry to everyone listening to this podcast. Like, I've been drinking this LaCroix, and I, I cannot stop burping into the microphone. Like, if you are if you think you're hearing phantom burps, you're not. It's me, and I've been gaslighting you this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe she referenced, like, her being a fraudulent criminal. Guilty queen. Guilty queen, yes. Um, and, like, made a joke of it. Like, I'm not taking this Jen Shaw case lightly. Similar with Erica Jane. Like, think of the victims... Jen Shaw's, what Jen Shaw is being accused of is so horrendous. Not only is she defrauding people, you know, taking, convincing them to take car loans out when they don't even have a car, but she's also then selling their information to other fraudulent fraudsters. Who know that they are like susceptible marks. Yeah. Not dumb. Sorry. I take that back. That was rude. They're trustworthy and vulnerable and gullible. I'm sorry. I did not mean dumb. That was actually really mean. I take it back. And I'm not letting her get away with this. No, me neither. And, especially, and neither is the FBI. No, and neither is Meredith Marks. I'm obsessed with Meredith Marks. Mary- I'm so, like, having her on the show, I just want to let you know, when we were talking about not liking having guests, we were not talking about Meredith Marks. No, but we're not talking about anyone in particular. No. It's just, like, you know, the lead up to, like, are we going to do a good job? It's just, like, nervousness. Stage yeah. fright. Yeah, stage fright. Next up, Mary Cosby. If you come for me, I will send Jesus after you. Stunning. I guess they are coming for her this season. They're bringing up the cult, cult. rumors. You know what? There is a lot of weirdness that goes on in Mary's world, and I think it's time we address it. I mean, it's only season two, but it's time we address it. Okay. Just, like, get some clarity. Like, there are rumors that you're leading a cult. Do you? It's a fair question. Yeah. Meredith Marks. I may be known for my ice, but I always bring the heat. 
Perfect. Really? Perfect, because she's icy. Like, that's her thing. Yeah. But she will bring the feet. She's going to hold Jen's feet to the fire. I guess. I'm not crazy. I, I feel like Meredith is... And it's like, is, because it's Salt Lake City, it's like, I like. Yeah. I, I think I like the, the use of the elements. Is Meredith Jewish? Yes. Yeah. Such an interesting, like, group of women they got, like, culturally. Yeah. It really is a great show. I'm sorry. I'm not obsessed with Meredith's. I think it's, it's like, on point. You know, it's not, like, the the best most creative but it like sends a strong message yes i like the i like the use of the elements in salt lake i thought she was gonna be like i may not be engaging yeah yeah, something like that Mm -hmm. whitney rose in a town of beauties and beasts there's only one wild rose like i I appreciate the beauty and the beast reference but i I don't see how it's applicable because her last name is rose Rose, yeah but what does that have to do with the show her she's the rose no but like what does beauty and the beast have to do with the show and who's she calling the beast? a beast rose who are you calling beast <laughs> by the way did you see that there's a new um soap opera on peacock that eileen davidson is in and lisa Rinna got a role and like they're two you know women fighting in a cafe and they reenact the beast scene like she like she slams the glass she says who are you calling beast Beast. It's actually so creative and funny. That's it's on Danny Pellegrino's Instagram. That's where no, I saw it. I didn't see it. Um, Whitney Rose, I mean, I understand where she's going with it. She seems random. But it's not my favorite. Yeah. Heather Gay. Obsessed. Whatever I was it is. raised a Mormon, but now I'm raising a glass of champagne. Okay. Like a transitional period in her life. It's okay. It's not like slicing me. Like it's not like, ah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, raise and raise, but they're two different uh, like tenses of using raise. No, I hate that. No, but I like raise and raise. No. But I just, I was raised a Mormon and now I'm raising. It's not working for me. Okay. And you know what? Hers last year wasn't good either. Like my pioneer ancestors, I'm blazing a trail or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, but we didn't. We weren't expecting much from a season one. Yeah, but like she ended up being like a queen of queens. And I just thought like she deserved a more royal tagline. This one in particular is not working for me. Yeah. Next we have our new housewife, Jenny. Uh, there's a new housewife? Mm-hmm. Did anyone leave? No. No, I'm just curious. Like. Yeah. No, but she in the trailer she seems great. And then her tagline is, I have plenty of everything, including opinions. Cute. I mean, those that statement in itself is exactly what I'm looking for in a housewife. Yeah. I want someone who has a lot of things and a lot of opinions. That's actually so true. So I'm good with that. The sun is raining on you right now, like gorgeous. Do you see? Chessie could never. Chessie could never. <laughs> She's a cloud of darkness. Met <laughs> <laughs> last one, Lisa Barlow. Ugh. I feel like Lisa Barlow might might be our girl this season. Well, let's see. Because, like, she was so thirsty last year at the end of the reunion to be friends with Jen Shaw. Like, her and Jen had b- buried a body somewhere and they couldn't turn on each other. It was so weird because they hadn't ever even spoken. And now, like, I'm assuming she's going to be taking a few steps back from the friendship. So we'll see. She said, you don't have to like me. I love myself enough for the both of Ugh, us. That's atrocious. And that's good because nobody likes Lisa after the end of... Winter heather, storm weather, bad weather. What was that? I don't know, but here's what I'll say. I didn't agree with anything Lisa Barlow said or did last season at all. But I do respect that she doubled down and made no apologies In her for longness. Like, who she was. Yes. Like, yes. didn't just, like, I would have expected from her to just be, like, thirsty and want to be a fan favorite and yeah. just, like, try and, like, backpedal on everything she did at the reunion. But I have to respect someone who just, like, stands up for what they did and said. I guess that's fair. Like, still don't like her, but you're right. But that's just like, you know, 
That's silver lining. What? Lisa does what she does. Keeps you guessing the whole day through. <laughs> this is a great episode. I'm having so much fun. Okay, I'm about to ruin it because our fifth and final story is some losery tech news. Okay, but hold on. Oh, yeah. Hold on. What is it? It's the final story. You know what that sounds like? Oh my god, I have PTSD. Tell me what this sounds like. The school bell? Yeah. You know, the bell was the best. Like, it was freedom, you know? The bell, or the it was prison. Or it was the end of lunch. It was either the key that unlocked your cell, or locked your cell right up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the fifth and final story, that's true. But what you failed to mention, and you owe everyone an apology, is that it's the fifth and final story brought to you by Noom. Interesting. I guess I will apologize for that because I do not ever want to take away from you guys the opportunity to hear about Noom. So let them know, Claude. Are you sure? Are you ready? I'm ready if you are. Noom has built their entire platform on two things, research and wanting to help people lead healthier lives through behavioral change. So if you're looking to make a change in your life for whatever particular reason, whether you want to lose pounds, you just want to feel better, you want to fit into certain clothes, you're... I don't know, whatever your reasons are. You're entitled to them. And you, you don't, don't need ha- to explain And you don't us. have to share them to me. Noom is something you guys should definitely check out because it's a psychology-based approach. Instead of setting a strict set of rules, Noom empowers you with the knowledge to build smarter, more sustainable habits and behaviors. Using a cognitive behavioral approach, you'll focus on the why instead of the what to change your relationship with eating. Everyone's journey is different, so Noom will customize a program for you based on your personal goals. No food is considered off limits with Noom. You can keep eating foods you love while, while learning to maintain a healthier balance. An off day is totally okay, and it won't set you off course. Noom will gently help you back on track. Noom only asks for 10 minutes of your day to teach you about your eating habits and check in on your progress. More than 80% of users can complete the program, and more than 60% of users lose 5% of more or more of body weight. If you want to sign up for your trial and get psychology-based support and motivation to reach your goals, go to noom.com slash toast. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash toast. Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash toast. I know, Jackie, you've had a lot of success with Noom. I have. I love Noom. It's just the best way to keep track of everything that you're doing. And, you know, if you log enough information, you can see where you're going wrong, where you're going right, what you should increase, what you should work on, decrease, Mm -hmm. cut out. Um, I think it's the best way to hold yourself accountable. But also, I just like visually seeing, you know, what I'm doing in a day, what I'm doing in a week, what I did last month that I felt really good last month. Maybe I should, you know sort of try and replicate it they have so many great resources for people who are starting out on their weight loss or health or wellness journey that I recommend it to everyone I know who's like wanting to start you know a wedding regime or regimen sorry or I love a wedding regime <laughs> or anything you know everyone has their goals again you don't need to explain yourself to us but Noom I would recommend dot com slash toast and I do recommend to everyone clearly our fifth and final story, losery tech news. I'm sorry to even bring this into our fabulous show today. What is it? Facebook and Ray- Jackie, it's okay. We can make it great. <laughs> we can make anything great. We and can funny. Watch. We're so funny. Facebook and Ray-Ban have paired up oh, for God. a pair of smart glasses. Starting on Thursday, the first pair of smart glasses made by Facebook and Ray-Ban are going on sale for $2.99. When are we going to learn? Like, nobody wants computer glasses. Like, Snapchat tried, and then Google. Google tried, and, like, they were cool. Nobody fucking cared. The only person who bought the Snapchat goggles was your husband. Yeah, and you know what? We did it. We tried it. 
and it was useless. No, but he used to like come around to the parties with his glasses on and like film us. Like it was cool for no, a second. No, but it's like even he didn't like it because right. where are those glasses? Nobody knows. Literally. They're called Ray-Ban Stories and you'll be able to find them pretty much anywhere. Ray-Bans are sold including lens crafters and sunglass hut stores. The frames feature two front-facing cameras for capturing videos and photos. They sync with a companion camera roll app called Facebook View where clips can be edited and shared to other apps. There's a physical button on the glasses for recording or you can say, hey, Facebook, take a video to control them hands-free. And most importantly, they do look like regular Ray-Ban Wayfarer sunglasses. Heinous. I'm sorry. And they they ha- look like the free ones that you get at Bat Mitzvahs. Yeah. And then they have like with the this colored, With thing. the colored handles, you know? Yeah. That was like Katy Perry, like hot yeah. and cold. Like I'm personally so good. I actually really don't like that style of sunglasses. Me too. On my foch. Me too. Or Everybody's honestly, foch is different. No, I'm not into the style like no, at, some people, at a glance. Some people are wayfarer people. Like it's very much a vibe. Not for this big foch. No, no, I know No, definitely how. not for this enormous foch. <laughs> um, so... When will we learn? When will we learn? I mean, if I see anyone who I know around me, like, and you know, I I give a pass to Snapchat lenses because like, we thought that was a good idea at the time. Like how fun. And everyone was excited about it. Everyone was excited. They were cute style, like rounded. And people bought them. I just don't think they really integrated well into people's lives. In practice, like nobody had a use for it. So like, I don't, but I don't blame like anyone, including my husband. Like I definitely don't like hold it over his head that he like fell for that. Um, because it seemed it like a cool. good idea. But now but we've now learned. Like we know we're good. And also the tech on these cameras is nothing near the smartphone. Like we, right. So if I see someone in my life coming at me <laughs> recording out of control, I'm going to snatch those glasses right off their face. Do you ever think like, I wish I invented that all the time. What? It, like, I really wish I invented the GoPro, like for a million reasons. One, I think it's literally the best piece of technology. Like it does it all. Like literally the, the reality television industry is built off the back of GoPros. Like everyone uses GoPros now. I think people capture like such cool content, like surfing and shit. And I just feel like it makes the world a better place. Like I can't explain it. And I really, and also the guy's so rich. That's really why I wish I invented it. Yeah. What about you? I mean, I don't know. I'll take anything really that's like successful. (laughs) Um, good, Good call. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like GoPro, but the thing about GoPro, it's like, he didn't invent like a, a new idea. Like he didn't invent cameras, and he didn't, right. No, he, he just did it really well. No, and like he, I think they, what did they sell for like eight billion dollars or something? Like that should have been me. That's crazy. I could have made a mini camera. Yeah, that's like Legacy Box. You know, it's just like a great idea that yes. like you wish that you had started. I always think that I should have invented Legacy Box because like we, and this is not an ad, but like we used to be those people like buying VHS converters to try and watch our old home cassettes. Yeah. My God, we're getting so old. Like I was thinking about that the other day. And how does that make you feel? Not great. I'm not going to lie. But I'm also looking forward to putting all this youth behind me. Mm. I mean, that sounds like really dark, but I'm just looking forward to like relaxing, you know? Yeah. Even though, I don't know, do you like relax as you get older? I feel like life gets harder. I don't know. Well, you definitely comes with its fair share of challenges, but I do like, I feel like, you know, take out the pregnancy part. Like I feel like I'm more relaxed than you. Yeah. I really want to be like in this place in my life where like, you know, I'm like, I just turned like 45. Like my kids are finally out of the house and like I'm taking care of me again, like in a book or something, you know, like I want to be that girl. Like, so I just do something crazy and like I buy a beach house. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I just or like eat, pray, love, travel, whatever. I just hope I, I, I really hope I can afford a beach house. Like, yeah, the only thing is it's like if so, if you were to be 40, your kids are going to leave the house. Stop. I know what you're going to say and I should needed to have kids like five years ago if I wanted that plan to work. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. OK, I, I, you think I don't know that you think I can't do math? Mm, I just, so, OK, fine. Tell me how. 
you know what? No. I need to have this conversation with myself. How old will I be when my kids leave? Okay, here's I'll the thing. Probably if be you like want to be 45 when your kids leave. And that's my youngest kid. The, your youngest kid you have to have when you're 27. Because then they're 18. Maybe. My youngest kid. So you're too late for that. Maybe you could be 50. And then your youngest kid you need to have at 32. Yeah, but like that would be nice to start now. It takes a long time. You have to wait a year to have a kid, which, by the way, is such bullshit. Like, I should just be able to order the child online and like he should just show up or she. Like, it's bullshit. Yeah, but I mean, the nine months, I think we were talking about this on the Patreon. Like, when people are like, how do you know that you're ready to have a kid? Like, I feel like even if, say, you're not your most ready when you like find out that you're pregnant, like, you have nine months to get ready. To get it together. It's a yeah. really long time of just sitting and thinking about child. Right. And you can't, like, you know, drink to, to forget. To forget. <laughs> yeah. No, like, you're doing it. Yeah. I guess you could eat to forget. So you could be 50 when. But you want to know something nice for you? 50. Yeah. I'll always be older than you. That's. <laughs> So true. Oh my God. I feel better. <laughs> that does make me feel better. No, I just feel like for as long. Like you're 50? I'm 52. That's so true. For as long as I can remember, like I've always been the youngest person in the room. And that's because like, I really do gravitate towards older people. Like I'm always hanging out with like you and Olivia and your guys' friends. And like, I don't know, just everyone I'm friends with like is always older than but me. You, and you also started your career very young. Yeah. But now it's just like, oh, you're just a girl with a career. You're not, like, crazy young for your career. Like, you're no, just a girl. No. And, like, the youngsters are coming up, like, behind us. And doing better. Like, no, and they're, like, super young. <laughs> yeah. Super young and super successful. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. I just, I've become so aware of my age recently. And I know, like, it sounds moronic. Because, yes, I understand I'm 27. But, like, things are just changing. Like, life is so fucking short. But it's also hella long. And, like, sometimes... It, like, things happen so quickly and sometimes they happen so slowly. And, like, I just feel like I became 27 and, like, I didn't really, like, do anything. No. Like, I just blinked and, like, I was 27. And I was 24, like, literally. And I loved being 24. Like, I loved telling everyone I'm 24. And when were, what were you doing at 24? What year was that? Same shit as I'm doing now. Just, I was, like, uglier and fatter. Right. So, look at that. At least something changed. I don't have that mole on my face anymore. Yeah. And, like. That's probably, like. I saw a commercial yesterday for the New York Bariatric Center. Like, and it was all these people being, like oh, my only regret is that I didn't do it sooner. And, like, I was like, yeah, I feel that. That's how I literally feel about my mole. The fact that I got married with my mole is actually one of my biggest regrets. I need to start a list because I said my biggest regret was not getting into the police car. That's nothing. Like, and then what was the other one that we were referencing last yeah, yeah, yeah. episode? Like, whatever. Adding to the list, moly wedding. <laughs> That's one of my biggest regrets. I can't even look at my time hop. But, because, like, doesn't that just show you how much Ben loved you? Like, No, it's... <laughs> Now it's clear that I married someone dumb and blind because he married me with that mole on my face. And I'll honestly, I honestly, like sometimes when he's sleeping and look over and I'm like, what kind of monster are you? I'm not. And I'm being dead serious. Dead fucking serious. Can I just complain really quickly about this water bottle? Sure. Like, the straw is angled in a way. So, like, if I'm trying to drink the last remnants, you can't I get can't. remnants. Moronic. Okay. Well, I'll send a complaint to the manufacturer. And, like, it's a little cheap. Like, this could come it's off at sticker. any minute. I know. That's why it took so quickly to come, I guess. But I, I don't want to be complaining because it's actually, like, one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. But you know what? If you, like, love it so much and use it all the time, maybe I'll take the time to, like, go to, like, a... An Etsy store? Oh no! I was gonna say like to some like to find you a bottle where it w it's not a sticker. It's like no, no. Great. Like I love this one. Like I don't want. I'm just like I should go get ready for my date. 
you do have to go get ready for your yeah. date with your with Ben the monster. <laughs> with Ben the monster. Um, so that is our show, and I just feel like it was amazing. Like I, I actually feel, feel so good going into the weekend, leaving you guys with this. And I'm gonna like gonna promote this one extra hard because I just feel like if you've been trying to get your friend to become a toaster, like send her this episode. It was so good. And there's a lot of explanation, justice for right. Ruthie. Like I don't feel like we're talking about stuff that you know only we all know. Yeah, even though those are my favorite episodes too. Oh, of course. Um, so I'm just like feeling really proud and we did it, Joe. We did it. We did it, We Claude. did it, Jack. We did it. So that's our show and I'm going to wrap this up if you don't have anything else to say. No, just um, have a great weekend. You know, take the time to commemorate the yeah. 20th anniversary tomorrow and just, I don't know what, what, I don't know what the right words are. I do. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the best stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about a beautiful Sunday and tomorrow we are. If you made it to the end of the episode, congratulations. You are now a part of the Society, season two. And to let us know that you have made it here, please go drop an emoji on our most recent Instagram account. Perhaps the emoji for... Monster. Okay, how you interpret that? Monster. I think there's like a big red one. Have a great day, everyone. Great weekend, actually, and we'll see you on Monday. Bye. Bye.